The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. Yes, hello and welcome to the RPG Years, your one-stop shop for all things JRPG video game related content. And this week we've got a big bumper news show and then we're going to talk about remakes, remasters, oh my. Yes, hello friends, and welcome back to the RPG Years. Again, your one-stop shop for all things JRPG-related content. You know, unless you do shop around elsewhere. I don't, know. I don't mind. Just if you like JRPGs, go and listen to everything you can about it. Or watch, you know. I watch loads of people talk about JRPGs. It's good fun. And that's why I'm here, because I love talking about them. And yes, I mean... Oh, God, what? Well, be a blah, 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 blah. Where, where do we start? Where do we start? Tell us. Let's, let's calm things down. I'm overexcited. You know, over too much coffee. Deep breath. That's it. Everyone get into child pose. Breathe in. Nah, fuck that shit. Let's go! <laughs> Let's catch up. So, first up. I'm going to have a little, little catchy-watchy, uh, which is going to be very, very short because basically all I've done is play Final Fantasy XII. Oh, I've got the bug, people. It's raw. Oh, the game's really got its teeth into me. All I want to do is go out exploring hunts, but I'm trying to be a good boy, <laughs> narrow my vision down, get to the checkpoint, and then I've got hunting available to me until the end of the week. So, yeah, in case you're not playing along or anything, or you, you know, in case your your head's under a rock somewhere in the universe and you don't know what's going on. We here at the RPG Years, we have an RPG club, which is a book club for JRPG video games. <laughs> that's, that's not confusing. Uh, so, yeah, all you have to do is play along with us. We do a segment every two weeks, you know, just get a good chunk of the game. Try and keep it under sort of 10 hours-ish. Uh, <clears throat> and then we get all the way through that segment and then we chat about it at the end. Just like a book club. <laughs> yeah, you've got it. What? You've never been to a book club? Okay, Kindle club, yeah? Yeah, for you, for you younger people, yeah? People still read on Kindles, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. I have an app. I have an app on my phone. I mostly listen to audiobooks. But yeah, I've been playing Final Fantasy XII, and so um, just absolutely loving the game. I have already reached the checkpoint of reaching Mount Bomisers, uh, Bomisers, uh, 
by uh, for the second time. So you go to Mount Bummerses, then you have to go down to a dungeon and go back, basically, and then watch the cutscenes once you've gone back. Yeah, very important. Really good, really good story beat that we end on. So, um, oh, I'm so excited to talk about it. So excited. But yeah, really, really good. My team sort of crest the 30 levels. I've got Ash, uh, no, Penelo's on 33, Ash on 30, and then kind of a whole bunch on 29. And Belfier's fallen behind a little bit. He's only on 27. So he needs to grind up a bit. But he's he's really beginning to suck. <laughs> probably machinist white mage is probably not the ideal job for him. So I may I may I may switch him up a little bit. But yeah, he him and Fran have just got a bit squishy recently. So uh, I think I'm feeling a job change is in order for those two because uh, I'm not doing a good job. They're not doing a good job. You know, I was really enjoying Fran and Balfour. Currently, they're just kind of like my uh, my bow and my gunman, and so they're only really useful against uh, flying people. The thing is with Balfour as well, he do- he does a lot of damage. You see it, you hear the bang, and then you see the, the enemy's health meter just drastically drop. Considering like the stats for guns absolutely suck. <laughs> there must be some sort of like agility, or maybe it's linked to magic stats or something. But yeah, when he hits things, it does so much damage. But he's just he's a bit slow and a bit squishy, and he gets squashed quite a lot. <laughs> Poor old Balfir. I love him, love him to bits. But yeah, you're a bit too squishy. I'm gonna have to beef you up, my boy. My boy! Buffy, you're my boy! You're my boy, Buffy! You know you're a bit sexist towards my, my lovely girl, Fran, yeah? And, uh, oh my god, let's... Oh, god, yeah, oh, I, I can't, I can't, I've got to save it, I've got to save it. I can't, I can't start thinking about the trees, the tree house full of bunny women. I can't, I can't do it. And that one that's in Mount Bummerse, she's, she's, she's special. Regin or something. Yeah, oh, right, right. anyway, so moving on. Let's get into the news, shall we? Because we've got a lot, a lot of news this week. It was it was looking like a dry week. And so I'd planned out a... Um, <laughs> I'd, weirdly enough, I'd planned out for you guys a discussion about remakes and remasters, all right? I've reached out to the Discord and I've been like, hey, guys, you know, there's been a lot of stuff coming on. We've had this rumor about uh, Bait and Kytos being remade. So what would you like to see remade? And I'll get into that in a bit. But then bloody bloody turns up in the news doesn't it square enix bloody listening to me and following every movement that i do <laughs> all right let's let's start from the beginning yeah let's get to the news hear ye hear ye gather round for all your news stop your clatter and listen close alas you won't believe your ears listen close for the news so first up is Marvel Avengers is due to close down later this year. Real big shame. Because for most people who I speak to, and even even when we put this news in the Discord channel, um, I have both had um, Shanane and uh, Jameson both said, oh, I really like this game. You know, I love my Rocketeer Iron Man build, <laughs> Jameson says. And it's... Um, yeah, it's, it, it was like... It seems like it was an interesting game, but it's just releasing it as like a live service just didn't really, you know, pan out very well, did it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, all the cosmetic DLC is going to be made free, and there'll be, but there'll be no refunds for people who have paid from in the past, uh, which uh, it feels shitty. But again, I think if I was a businessman, I'd be making the same decision. But yeah, it's just that's gone to shit, and I assume that's probably going to really damage Square Enix's relationship with um, the Marvel 
uh, people who make uh, want video games made out of their their lovely franchise, which is proving very successful with lots of movies and TV shows. But the video games are not doing so well because you chose Square Enix to make them. Yeah, terrible idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully, uh, I don't know what. Hopefully, like it's just gone, isn't it? It's just dead, dead in the water. All right, let's 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 move on. I don't want to talk about things that are dead. <laughs> Pokemon fan says US Customs destroyed a $4,000 classic game. This is horrific, right? Now, I have I have a little bit of experience with sending stuff abroad and through uh, US Customs, and they are brutal. Um, I've known someone who flew out to Chicago for a conference, and uh, she uh, her, they, they couldn't unlock her bag, so they just put a knife through it and slit it open. Like from the top, like all the way around, and then shrink wrapped it, and then gave it back to her. You know, it's just it just had some clothes in it for the conference, and it's just like, can you just scan that? <laughs> the fucking X-ray machine. That's what they do over here in the UK. But I mean, like to actually just do that. But yeah, anyway, and um, enough enough of you know people I know who've done that sort of shit. This person had bought a um, a Pokemon Yellow, which was a nine point two graded version. Now. If you dive into the comments of this, people, which I'm, I'm sure you all will, <laughs> uh, the um, the place where this person bought this graded game from is not considered, you know, the best of grading services. But even still, they bought a mint condition or mintish. You know, if it's getting into the nines, it's definitely mintish. Pokemon Yellow in its not only in its box, still in its cellophane wrapper, and so they put it in the acrylic case with the little thing on the top where it shows, you know, this is. This is the game. This is the grade. So someone spent a lot of money on this, and as it's been delivered and it's gone through U.S. customs, because I'm assuming, I'm assuming they probably bought this from a, a, a foreign country like Europe or somewhere, because Game Boy games are cross uh, region free. You know, they just made a Game Boy, and the game's for the Game Boy, so you can stick any Game Boy game from any region into a Game Boy, and it will work. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously that wasn't what this person was buying it for. But bloody US Customs, they snapped the top of the acrylic, they broke it open, they took the game out, they ripped the cellophane off and threw it in the bin. And then they used their, you know, I mentioned the little, the Stanley blade comes out and they've gone around the front of the box. Don't bother opening the top of the box. They've just cut the front off, lifted it off to see what's inside. Poor bloke's played $4,000 and it's turned up with a broken... Like just slice the pieces, and it's just the cartridge. The cartridges for Pokemon Yellow are worth fifteen quid. <laughs> and that's all this person's left with. It's just, just horrific. So so bad. Um, yeah. And Caslo mentions in the Discord as well that uh, US Customs is literally the worst. And um, yeah, I mean, I've I've got some stuff winging its way to somewhere in America to a, to a former host of this show, and I'm really hoping that it goes through customs. Don't worry, Scott. I'm sure your steel books will arrive in- intact. I I, I hope. <laughs> anyway, next up, Disgaea Seven: Vows of the Virtueless announced for release in fall 2023. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> oh, it's literally like 
I we we've got the master list and we rate the games. So we try and rate them fairly at the time of playing them. But even still, as time goes on, you look back on things with nostalgia glasses, and your opinion on them gets set in stone. <clears throat> and I really did not enjoy Disgaea One. I I literally I mean I'm not much of a strategy RPG guy, and I thought it was very puerile, and it was just a lot to get through, and it's just that level of grind for that level of reward is just not for me. I really did not enjoy it. It's one of the worst games I think I've played on this po- for this podcast at any point. <clears throat> no, it's not rated as one of the worst games. You know, bloody Final Lap Twin is fucking right down by the bottom propping it up. Um, you know, it's not propping it up. You know, Hydelite is obviously the biggest piece of shit ever. That's right down the bottom. But yeah, <laughs> the uh, final lap tweet and it's right down there unfortunately near the bottom it's one of the best games you know damn the final boss sucks but yeah, every, everyone should check out final lap twin that that game's a joy but Disgaea not so much yeah I can't really say I'm super excited for Disgaea 7 but you know if you are a Disgaea fan you're lucky people because they they, they get these games out fairly regularly I think it was only like a year or two ago that Disgaea 6 came out so yeah lucky you Disgaea fans you, you bunch of weirdos <laughs> Next up, the big three are skipping E3. So, does that mean it's just going to be called E now? Is it, E's a thing, isn't it? <laughs> E's already a thing? I think E might already be a thing. <laughs> and, and I know it's the entertainment network with the bloody little exclamation mark at the end. Don't worry, people. I'm just being facetious with myself because I'm in a room talking to myself. But yes, <clears throat> uh, Xbox, Nintendo and Sony won't be part of E3. And it's the first physical event they're actually putting on for like four years. And they, you know, you kind of think, yes, we're finally going to get people back in a room and make historical showcases. And it's just like, yep. And then all the big guys are like, nah, fudge this. <laughs> so, yeah, not not really sure what to make of that, really. But, um, yeah, no Sony, no Nintendo, no Microsoft. What is it going to be? <laughs> what's what's what? Well, who will be at E3? Will it just be the one guy selling us copies of Chain Decos? Because I'm all in for that. All right, a, a Chain Decoed exclusive E3 sounds like an absolute dream to me. So yeah, let's let's make that happen, people. <laughs> I I feel like uh, E3 may be coming to an end. <laughs> in more fun news, <laughs> back to Square Enix getting some, uh, some lovely spit shine polish. Um, they have they are delighted to announce that Final Fantasy VII Day has been officially registered in Japan to commemorate the anniversary of the launch of the original game. So yeah, January thirty first is now Final Fantasy VII Day in Japan, which is freaking cool. And you know that's actually today, the day I'm recording. You know, if I'd have known stuff like that, I'd have probably lined up the old uh, material lockdown to open up. <laughs> 31st of January. But no, I think I'm going to stick to the March one where it released in Europe or America or somewhere like that. Uh, but yeah, so don't forget, people. Material Lockdown, it's coming back. And now that I am the sole host of the show, I'm going to probably fail even harder at making it a success. <laughs> no, no, no. I do want to put in some good hard work into the Material Lockdown. So if you don't know what the Material Lockdown is, go to www 
materialockdown.com. We have a website that will tell you all about it. It's a yearly charity event that we run to try and raise money for the Motor Neuron Disease Association. Uh, my mum sadly passed away a few years ago of motor neuron disease. And yeah, it's just a little way of trying to give back to some people who really helped me and my family a lot during a very difficult time. But yeah, but it's a great, it's a fa- it's a cha- it's a challenge run of Final Fantasy VII, where we lock down your materia so you can only use certain types of materia during the game. Uh, and we have had people like Frost has actually run the materia lockdown uh, using the remake as well. But I mean, it, it's, that sounded really complicated. There was all sort of weird weapon stuff going on. So I'm not really sure about that. Maybe we can make some official rules on it. But yes, guys, girls, people alike, people with you know. Rabinastians, if 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 you fair, um, <clears throat> if you want to help me out with the material lockdown, I would gladly take the help because <laughs> it is a challenge, and it was also written by a guy who won't do any more coding for it. So it's kind of like propping up a dead horse at this moment. But yeah, material lockdown, great great fun. If you want to help out, please get in touch with me anyway. Anyway, you, uh, I'll, I'll give loads of links at the end of the show, you know. But reach out to me, and uh, yeah, I'll happily take some uh, help and advice if you, if you can. <laughs> And then final little bit of news, Marvelous Loop 8 Summer of the Gods is delayed to June 1st in Japan. This is an interesting little game, but it kind of falls into this weird this weird bracket where I'm not really that excited to play it. When I first saw the adverts for it, I thought, oh, this looks really cool. But as I've seen more of the gameplay and like the talking elements, it kind of... It falls into that thing of, nah, I'm not really interested. Because <laughs> it looks like, it doesn't, you know, the the, ex- the exploration is very linear. Uh, like, even the walking just looks like you're walking in a straight line. So it just looks like a walking simulator with occasional, like, 3D, <laughs> 3D um, turn-based battles thrown in to make it an RPG. Um, and also the bit where they have people, like, you see the character sprite, but it takes up most of the screen while they're talking. I don't really like that style. You know, I don't mind it if you've got like a small character sprite in the bottom corner that pops up with the text. But when it's like in the middle, in your face, it's just not really my thing. There's kind of there's kind of like a weird balance with that. Sometimes it's good as long as it's not overbearing and in your face. And if people if they have two people either side talking to each other, when it's one in the middle, I find that really irritating for some reason. Don't know why. Just really grates on me. So not overly excited about loop eight because it has that kind of thing in it but yeah you want to get you want to get a nice sort of balance of still being able to see the sprite work at the back of the screen what's going on you can have characters at either side like in the bottom bits of the screen above the text if you want to do talking but yeah in general i like it without that kind of thing but yeah the game has been delayed anyway so we're not going to get to play it for next month so that's next month for me not caring about that game (laughs) all right then everyone let's get into our main big topic for the day Hey folks, my name's Brett and I'm one of the hosts of Skeleton House, an audio-only Let's Play podcast where my two friends Jess... What is happening? Oh my god! ...and Steve... Even he looks spooked. ...play through video games and I edit them, add context, and act as your eyeballs. Also, we have a cat. Come check us out at skeletonhouse.buzzsprout.com or look up Skeleton House on your favorite podcast app. Or your least favorite podcast app. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. From Eric Slater, creator of Epic Fails of History, comes a bold new vision of the future in his latest book, 2299. 
2299 is a sci-fi noir about a detective on the edge of the abyss. While investigating a cold case on Vanaheim, a space station orbiting Neptune, Desmond Faust finds himself ensnared in a web of lies and murder. The closer he gets to discovering the truth, the more aware he becomes that he might not leave this place alive. Eric Slater's 2299 is available now on Amazon. Ports, remasters, remakes, oh my. Ports, remakes, remasters, oh my. <laughs> yeah, sque- squeezing my little... Um, uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz quotage there. Yes, I... This is really weird, right? I genuinely, beginning of last week, put a brand new channel in the Discord called Episode Topics. And I thought, oh, brilliant. I'm going to... When I need to, and when I think of something good, I'll put a topic in here to discuss with the group, and then I can talk about it on the podcast. Then, one night, I'm trawling through the dregs of Twitter and Reddit, and I come across a Redditing post about um, Square Enix. And this is literally like two days after I I posted my thing about, hey, everybody, if you, because, yeah, again, I'll, I'll go, let me wind myself back. Wind it back. So I was, yeah, I put in the topic, you know, Baton Kytos has been touted that it's going to have a possible remake or remaster coming out for modern consoles, which is really cool. So if you could have Car Blanche as a person and pick any game to have remade, remastered, remaked, whatever, what would it be? And then, like I said, I'm trawling through Reddit and I find a post saying Square Enix has just made a survey available only to Japan asking what remakes and remasters people would like to see. And it's just like the the actual Reddit post was very disappointing. Everyone's going, oh, let's do Chrono Trigger. She's like, Chrono Trigger's got 20 ports. <laughs> it's on fucking everything. <laughs> Apart from Switch. And like, and oh, what FF Tactics is like, we've we've heard rumours that there's going to be a 2D, 3D remake of Final Fantasy Tactics. Put it, put it in the back of your mind, man. And people go, all right, Final Fantasy VI. It's just like, you just had the pixel remasters. Like, <clears throat> if you, I mean, do you really want Nomura remaking Final Fantasy VI and putting bloody whispers and shit in there and changing the storyline? No, no, stop asking for it. All right, get some get some of the other games out like Live Alive, really successful, <laughs> really strange, different type of game we never got. There's more of those in Square's backlog, so they should be pumping those out. But yeah, it was just kind of like, man, I really because look quite you know me, me and Rich, especially in the the golden years days, pretty much everything we ever complained about with Square Enix, they eventually made happen. <laughs> Especially the Final Fantasy VIII like <laughs> remaster, that was a big contentious thing for me and Rich, and we eventually got it made for you people. Okay, so you should be thankful for us. Um, but yeah, it was just a, an interesting one because my my initial thought was obviously Final Lap Twin. <laughs> I want everyone to experience the hell of Alan. No. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I was kind of thinking, well, I would like some of the games that, you know, are trapped on a system that I can't easily get hold of. You know, the Lost 
Uh, is it Lost Odyssey? I think that might be on Steam. So that, that might be a bit, a bit of a stretch. But, you know, um, games like uh, Skies of Arcadia and things like that. That was my initial thing. I didn't want to say Skies of Arcadia just then because a lot of people suggested it in the Discord. <laughs> I wanted to give them the credit for it. But that was my initial my initial thought when I, when I posted this comment out there. And yeah, happy to say there was quite a lot of discussion on it. Uh, Jameson comes up with a good one saying, uh, not sure if it counts as an RPG, but he was wondering along if uh, uh, a long time about a remaster of the Guardian Legend, which is a kind of a cool game where you control like this humanoid robot <laughs> and um, uh, and go around, yeah, sort of um, activating some self-destruct sequences. Yeah, and your character like turns into like a weird sort of spaceship thing and flies off to defend things, and then changes into human form to allow like on foot exploration. And I think this was an NES game, maybe. You know, it might might have been SNES, but um, yeah, NES. Sorry, I just looked it up. Yeah, it's an NES game from 1988. So that is an absolute shout because that looks like a really sort of strange, quirky game. And I think yeah, making games like that would be really, really cool. Uh, ben from Dragoon Effect, he, he, he comes straight in there with the Legend of Dragoon, which is a very popular one. And um, yeah, again, it kind of it's a game that's stuck on the PSN store if you've got the Vita stuff to play it. <laughs> um, so that would be a really good one to remake. Uh, also, remaster that one to polish it up, give it a few quality of life experiences, and then put it out. And you know, I'm looking forward to playing that game soon at some point ish if I can ever get around to finishing Metal Max Returns and then get into it. I'm pretty sure that game is like really, 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 really close to being on the list. Let me double check for you. Lovely people. Yeah, so we are currently playing Metal Max Returns and we've got Shining in the Darkness, Seventh Saga, and then The Legend of Dragoon, and then Illusion of Gaia. Damn it, we've got some good games coming up. <laughs> oh, see, when I see that, it, it gives me encouragement that I should be playing Metal Max Returns. But at the moment, all I can think about is playing Final Fantasy XII. So very sorry, Metal Max. I will come back to you soon. <laughs> JPFD says Skies of Arcadia, one of the best games and needs an update, in my opinion. And that game did already get an update because there was Skies of Arcadia on, I think it was Dreamcast, and then it got like a GameCube sort of port and polish but yeah it'd be great to get the gamecube port and polished uh made out into the real world that'd be so cool uh ben comes back from dragoon effect with parasite eve which mm, that is an interesting one because it's kind of got i don't know how that game would feel i mean obviously a re a remaster wouldn't work for parasite eve because i don't know actually a remake, yeah, I think a remake because it's such a bonkers story that Nomura would absolutely love it, <laughs> and he would somehow tie it back into Final Fantasy VII. But um, yeah, I don't think a remaster would work too well. Like as much as I love the game, it is tank controls, and people nowadays will not respond well to that kind of thing. We've moved on from that, people, you know. But yeah, re remaking it and giving it good quality of life controls might be might be a good thing. But yeah, really interesting game. And you know, I'd love to see people try fight that giant freaky baby at the end because that would just freak people the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Ever played the end of Echo the Dolphin? Oh, you need to play Parasite Eve, people. You have no idea how messed up things can get in life. Kylie Gabranth says Digimon World 3 would be awesome with a remaster. Not played any Digimon games, so I can't possibly comment. Uh, Frost, being the uh, lovely 
you know, antagonist that he is, would like to have Seventh Saga remade or remastered because he knows it's coming up on the list and he picked it. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Frost. <laughs> I'll get I'll get that in there somewhere. Uh, Kaslow says he'd probably say Vandal Hearts mainly because that series is. He wa- mainly because he wants to give that series another shot. Uh, the first one might be his favourite tactical RPG. Interesting. Because, again, I'm not a fan of tactical RPGs. The one that I've liked the most is Final Fantasy Tactics. So, again, I would love this, people. Give me your give me your recommendations for strategy RPGs, okay? I've got Triangle Strategy, which um, I just can't find time to play. But... After Final Fantasy XII, it was free my Switch up. <laughs> I might be able to do it, but um, yeah, give me some. Give me, give me your top tier strategy RPGs that Bill might stomach his way through. So bear in mind, hated Disgaea, <laughs> loved Final Fantasy Tactics. All right, uh, that's your uh, that's your benchmarks. Uh, for a remake, uh, Kaslo thinks Vagrant Story, because that battle system needs a rework the way Nier got one. Ooh, interesting, because the thing I liked most about Vagrant Story was its battle system. It was absolutely crazy and bonkers, but I thought it was really cool and really nicely done. Uh, it was kind of, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. You hated it, and then once it started clicks, <laughs> oh, you bloody love that thing. But yeah, Vagrant Story is another good shout. And yeah, Kylie comes back with a remake version. He'd like to see Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, if he got rem... Oh, if. No, is it? All right, hang on, Kai. 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 You can't put if after that word, because I don't know if you're doing if... I think I think you mean if the game, don't you? There, there is Shin Megami Tensei if. I, like dot, 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 if. I think that's what he's trying to say here. <laughs> You know, I think we needed a full stop after if, then I would have got it. Um, he wants to see Simigen Matensei if get remade as a proper Persona style title. That would be really, really cool. Because I think, I believe if is an SNES game, and I think that is actually a remake of an NES game. Look at this, remaking the remakes. Uh, Queen Deesa of the Discord. Uh, she would like a Xenoblade Chronicles X. It's all I want in the world is not have to buy a Wii U literally for that one game. <laughs> is, is that too much to ask? Uh, yeah, I feel you there, Deesa, because it must be coming. All right, Every other Xenoblade thing has come out. <laughs> all right? So hopefully Xenoblade Chronicles X will eventually be ported off the Wii U. And let's face it, like Breath of the Wild was a Wii U game. We know they can be ported to the Switch. So why they haven't yet, I have no idea. LZ comes in with Panzer Dragoon Saga. And I remember getting really excited when they did a remake, uh, remaster of Panzer Dragoon and thinking, oh my god, I've got Panzer Dragoon Saga. And then yeah, realising that was the first game and it's actually different. It's a rail shooter, not an RPG. But yeah, Panzer, Panzer Dragoon, uh, Dragoon Saga is one of those sort of Dreamcast or Saturn games. I can't remember which console. But it looks so, so cool. And I would love to have that on a modern console. That'd be an awesome, awesome shout. Uh, Shirian says, the Wizardry series. I disagree with you. <laughs> I'm scared of those games. <laughs> I'm petrified to play those games. I've got no idea why. I bet I'll play one and I'll bloody love it and I'll become a Wizardry, you know, schnob. But yeah, for the moment, I kind of, whenever I see people talking about Wizardry, I always think, oh, you guys are deep. <laughs> you guys are deep in the iceberg. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, Ann. Uh, I'm sure they are great games. Never played one, so I can't comment. But the don't know why. But for some reason, the thought of playing a wizardry just scares me senseless. Uh, Arobi says, Legend of Lagaya. 
great shout. Again, a game that's kind of stuck on a console and people talk about really highly. It's got the interesting battle system as well, which you know maybe needs a little bit of a polish. But yeah, it'll be good to see that kind of get remade, remastered and out again onto modern consoles. <laughs> again, here comes Ryan talking about Chrono Trigger. Ryan, Chrono Trigger has been remade. Just played a just play the DS version. He's got some extra shit that you're not going to give any two shits about, but <laughs> but it's um, it's really really good, and it's got the extra cutscenes as well. Although Ryan Ryan does come back and says, you know, she thinks they're poor remasters. She wants one with a bit of gumption, or maybe like a remake to it, really. But uh, yeah, again, it's kind of difficult. I mean, yeah, realistically, with that game, unless you're going to get a 2D, 3D remaster. Uh, but keep mostly the same system. I don't think there's kind of much else you could do to improve it. You know, as long as it's better than the PlayStation 1 version, because that was terrible. So, but Ryan does come back in saying she wouldn't mind a remake for The Secret of Evermore. That would be brilliant. <laughs> she says dope. I was going to say dope as well, but it's like, yeah, you, you've, you've, you've stolen the best word for it there, Ryan. That would be absolutely dope. I like the idea of that. I jokingly said Chrono Trigger is an open world action RPG, which is just basically a Final Fantasy 15 mod. <laughs> and I got a lot of angry responses in the Discord. Just like I wanted. <laughs> um, LZ says another one, Skies of Arcadia. Yep, which we've already spoken about. Again, that would have been my pick as well. Uh, Skelly also backs that one up with a bit of Sky, uh, Sky of Arcadia loving. Uh, so LZ then comes back and says, what about uh, Kludunk? Uh, I can never say that word. Kludunkla and uh, Shadow Hearts and Suikoden and I, I, I made LZ's day when I told him, "Hey, Suikoden one and two remake uh, remasters are coming, my friend. That's already been announced a couple of weeks ago." He was like, "What? Shit, man!" <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, I'm really, really excited for those remakes. They, they look absolutely good." And then uh, Skelly comes in finally with his pick of uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. So uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Skelly. Oh, no, actually, that wasn't finally. I forgot there was another round of this <laughs> where Scott came back in and said, um, another Last of Us remake. I see there's a lot of serious answers on this. Aerobi says, another Skyrim. <laughs> and then Frost says, the Final Fantasy VII remake PS5 remaster when? <laughs> uh, 2019, Frost. It's already happened. <laughs> um, uh, but Frost's true answer is bravely default. Which, again, another game stuck on the X, uh, stuck on uh, the 3DS. So it'd be really good to um, get that one out there as well. And then we got into a joke about sports games. So we've decided that NHL Hits 03 and NHL 94 are the best two ice hockey games ever. So they need to be remade as JRPGs for modern consoles. So, yep. Uh, Square, if you're listening, you need to buy out the rights for those games, please. And uh, get your act together so that we can get those out on modern consoles. And then finally, LZ comes in with his final, with an actual proper answer of he would pick Panzer Dragoon Saga as his top choice, Lost Odyssey, The Last Story, Kladunka Shadow Hearts, and his wild picks would be Sweet Home, which is interesting. That one's on the list coming up. No, no, Sweet Home. No, Sweet Home was a game I was going to play for a horror podcast, um, but we just never synced our schedules up uh but yeah no that's why i thought of that and then La- uh, lagrange point i feel like that game has had a remake or remaster uh, i'd have to check that one out uh but yeah he otherwise he 
agrees with everyone else that you know skies of arcadia uh persona q uh echo the dolphin <laughs> and xenoblade x echo the dolphin could you imagine getting that remake of echo the dolphin with its bloody alien antagonist in space <laughs> stick your spacesuit on dolphin we're going <laughs> we're going to the next moon um oh man I, I loved echo what a game what a game uh, but yeah, I think the main things for me was going to be, you know, a lot of the games that I really wanted to be re- remade have already been remade, like Grandia, uh, the Final Fantasy games. Well, not remade, I keep saying remade, remastered, you know, because I like to keep things intact. We've had a remaster of Saga Frontier, Grandia, all those sort of games. I'd love to see Alandra come back you know, and make a return. And also Wild Arms, one, two, and three. Yeah. I'd love to see that as a collection. Uh, because I can't wait to play Wild Arms Free. I know everyone sort of was a bit lukewarm on it from the club playing Wild Arms One. And I've got a lot of nostalgia for Wild Arms One, so I enjoyed it a bit more than everyone else. But yeah, I think it'd be really, really, really cool to get a, a full suite of one, two and three. Because lots of people love two. I never really played much of two because I had to rent it out at the time, but free I owned. And on free, you can ride around on horseback across the Wild West. It's amazing. So yeah, I'd love to see uh, a remaster of those games. Uh, definitely one I wouldn't like to see is Disgaea. That, 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 that can burn in its own special hell. But yep, yeah, anyway, I'm going to call it there. And let's move into the outro, my friends. Yes, everybody. So next week, we will be going over the RPG Club. So remember, you had to reach um, J- Jahara for the last one. So that's where you should be starting the club and you should be finishing on your second visit. Not one, not two, but second. <laughs> not one, not two, but second. That makes very little sense. But yeah, get to your second visit to Mount Burton-Omisays. So you'll get there, you'll go to a dungeon, you'll come back, have a few cutscenes, fight a boss, end it there, Okay. Uh, well, I say end it you can go out and do some hunts afterwards that's what I'm doing <laughs> I did I, tr- oh, no, I, I won't get into it I won't get into it oh, I just want to talk about Final Fantasy 12 so badly but yes you guys and girls and uh, other Rabinastans I think we did Rabinastans was it Bajurbans no I've done Bajurbans you, you Jaharas with your giant weird antlers coming out of your head you need to make sure that you get there by Sunday the 5th of February okay that is your deadline people uh, I've already made it so I shall be chatting about it <laughs> uh, yes so uh, the RPG club is part of our is linked in with our patron for the show so you can go to patreon.com forward slash RPG years where there's lots of extra content on there uh, we do ad free versions of the show as well as you get to nominate uh, help nominate and vote with the next RPG club game so if there's something you want us to play for the club come on get in board and we will get that done <laughs> maybe <laughs> probably we're also part of the probably work network so you know probably things will and won't happen <laughs> but yeah other than that people uh, you know you can find us at your usual haunts on twitter you can find me at metanica M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. You can find the show at RPG Years. And feel free to just come and chat with us and join us on the Discord. Again, this whole show today was a topic that we sorted out on the Discord. And so if you want to come join in, come and join the Discord. It's great fun. Don't be scared of Discord, people. It's an app. It's just an app where you can chat with people. There's none of the trawling through the other nonsense the Twitter throws at you. It's just you come in, come into our server and chat with us about RPGs. It's great times. Uh, and you can find that on our pinned link on our pinned link 
on Twitter, or you can find it in the show notes below. Pointing downwards, pointing down at the show notes, people. But yeah, that's pretty much it this week. It's been uh, it's been interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how many of these remasters and remakes we get right over the next coming years. <laughs> because, like I said, the game companies they're always listening to me, all right, and they're always taking on what I do. So come join in, join the remasters. Let's get things remade. Let's get things stuck on consoles out into the wild into other consoles so they can be ported out forever and we can forever buy them on various different consoles as we get older and spend money and money over and over again on the exact same games we know and love and if you don't do that you can just play along with the list games where we play a bunch of weird shit that you've never heard of before (laughs) all right then everybody not my not my smoothest of outros but i love you all and i'll see you all next week for the rpg club all right bye everyone bye This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.